Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stone, Believe Podcast, the network for professionals. And as always, you can download the podcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you get podcasts. On our show today, we'll talk about uh, the impact of Mark Gilbert uh, opting out of the rest of the season for Duke to get ready for the NFL draft. Also, we'll talk about uh, Wake Forest uh, re- resurgence, if you will, uh, in the ACC over the last few weeks. Uh, but to start off today, uh, we got to touch on UNC. Uh, UNC was coming off a, a heartbreaking loss to Florida State, a, a performance where they just absolutely dropped the ball and didn't show up on the road in Tallahassee. Come back home, have to play a rivalry game. Uh, Now granted, NC State was without quarterback Devin Leary, and that's obviously going to be a massive problem for the Wolfpack because it makes them one-dimensional. North Carolina knew that, which is why defensively they just honed in on stopping the run, and they had a ton of success doing that. Uh, they held they held the Wolfpack to just 34 yards on the ground on 18 carries, uh, made NC State throw it 44 times. They had 358 yards, but they also had three interceptions. Uh, so credit to the uh, to the UNC defense for that because they certainly got the uh, got the job done as the heels uh, roaring in that win, 48 to 21. But also just the balance for UNC offensively. Uh, how terrific they've been offensively this season when they've been at their best. I mean, Sam Howell threw for 252 yards and a touchdown. They rushed for five touchdowns, <laughs> including a rushing touchdown for Sam Howell. But Javante Williams, 160 yards and three touchdowns. Michael Carter had 106 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they rushed for 326 yards as a team, just under six yards per carry. Uh, so they, they were absolutely terrific offensively. And like I said last week, this was going to be a game where either NC State stunned them and won on a last-second play, or UNC was going to blow them out. And the latter ended up happening. And I'm not surprised. I mean, UNC's the better team, particularly without you know with Devin Leary out at quarterback for uh, for NC State. Uh, the Wolfpack are going to have to find a way to try to get the ball into Zonovan Knight and Ricky Persons' hands uh, in some untypical ways because what they have at quarterback just isn't going to get the job done for them. Uh, so big challenge for uh, for NC State going forward. For UNC, now the challenge becomes this week, can they duplicate the performance? Can they do what they're supposed to do this week? You know, after you know, we saw them come off a big win against Virginia Tech and then lay the egg at Florida State. Can they avoid that this week? That's the next step for this young UNC team is can they can they keep this going consistently as they go on the road to uh, or as they as they get ready to take on Virginia this uh, this week we'll get into that in our our picks and best bets segment of the uh, of the podcast obviously uh, but you know, speaking of Virginia Tech we talked last week about you know how that that might be the the Virginia Tech team we were going to see going forward after their big win over Boston College. Well, maybe not because Wake Forest picks up their third win, improves two and two in the ACC, and has now won three in a row after they beat Virginia Tech 
on uh, on Saturday, uh, and you know uh, we said it like a month ago after the Notre Dame game was postponed that this could be that it could be a blessing in disguise for Wake Forest because it could give them just kind of give them some time to find themselves offensively uh, or find themselves as a team after they got off to such a rough start, played such a brutal schedule early in the season. And it gave him a couple weeks off, and that has just absolutely come to fruition to this point. Um, you know, they, they weren't great offensively in this game. They only had 316 yards of, uh, of total offense, but it was enough. I mean, Sam Hartman was, you know, 12 of 17 for 110 yards. Christian Beale Smith ran it 13 times for 129 yards. He was, uh, he was obviously very effective for the, uh, for the Demon Deacons. Uh, but the story, was obviously defensively. I mean, Carlos Basham had a nice day, nine tackles and a sack. Uh, you know, tackle for loss as uh, as well. Um, you know, obviously though the the real story for uh, for Wake Forest was the uh, was the walk on you know freshman uh, who was able to uh, able to intercept you know three passes, uh, and that was just something that was you know truly jarring. Nick Anderson, who like we said, walk on true freshman. He just manages to find himself in the right place at a lot of times, and he's no longer a walk-on, by the way. Rightfully so, he has earned himself a uh, a spot as a uh, as a scholarship player uh, with uh, with three interceptions of Hendon Hooker in that uh, in that game. Um, and, and you know, Wade gave up some yards. I mean, they gave up 433 yards, but when you force three turnovers, uh, or excuse me, when you force you know. You also forced a few fumbles as well. Granted, you didn't recover any of those, but when you forced three turnovers, also Nick Anderson, by the way, had 11 tackles in the game, so he led the team in uh, in tackles as well. It's a guy that just seems to have a real nose for the football and seems to be able to find uh, ways to uh, ways to make plays, and that's uh, that's something that you know Wake Forest had been missing, obviously, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. So I think that's uh, that's something that the Demon Deacons have found. Also, I, I really think it's just confidence and positive momentum. Like they they were able, you know, in those, those weeks off, they were able to kind of kind of reset, regroup, uh, and, and you know, win one game, win two, and now they've won three in a row. Uh, just in terms of you know being able to kind of reset themselves and and give them give themselves. Some uh, some positive momentum going forward, and I think that's that's really been all the difference for uh, for Coach Clawson and uh, and company, and as the Demon Deacons you know move forward for the uh, for the rest of the season, and now they're looking like a team that you know could end up winning five or six games and possibly be a bowl team if we end up having a a bowl season. So credit to uh, to Coach Clawson and company, they just continue to show how good they are as a coaching staff. Uh, going uh, going forward, so uh, you know, like I said, kudos to uh, to them. Uh, Duke was off this past week, but still had some uh, some big news come out. Uh, Duke cornerback Mark Gilbert uh, has decided to opt out of the rest of this season and will focus on the uh, on the NFL draft going forward. Um, they just you know he met with uh, with Coach Cutcliffe to discuss the situation. Uh, he wasn't actually uh, expected to play again this season after having right foot surgery on September 22nd. So he probably wasn't going to be back anyway. And this was a Duke team that, you know, let's just be honest, that they're not necessarily 
going this 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 just we've touched on it before this is not duke's year it's not a year where they have a ton of talent and for mark gilbert you know he he's better off i think at this point just kind of turning his attention and focusing on the nfl draft you know at one time he was a uh, an all acc and an all american caliber guy um he's kind of you know he hadn't been quite as good the last couple years but you know hoping that uh for himself at least that he can kind of recreate that uh that magic uh over his career he played in 29 games had 65 tackles uh he had seven interceptions and 17 uh pass breakups um and, and obviously he's got to get over the uh, the physical aspect of it but coach Cutcliffe did say uh that he thinks that uh, that Gilbert can become a uh, a good NFL player so uh we'll see how that uh, how that plays out going forward for uh, for Martin Gilbert certainly wish him uh, all the best as he gets ready for uh, for the next the next phase in his uh, in his football career uh so that's kind of the uh, the storylines as we go into uh, to this week in ACC football uh we've got six games on the docket this week so you know what time it is it's time for the picks and the best bets for uh, for this week we'll start with the uh, the tobacco road teams that are in action this week NC State is off probably a good thing for them much needed after getting uh, hammered by UNC last week I give the Wolfpack a chance to uh, to maybe figure out how to mix some things up offensively and get the ball to their uh, to their playmakers uh, a little bit better but anyway starting out Wake Forest is on the road at 11 point favorite in this spot and Wake Forest in 11 point favorite I you know you wouldn't <laughs> you know a few weeks ago you would not have thought that Wake Forest even as bad as Syracuse has been you would not have seen Wake Forest be an 11 point favorite but that's the kind of uh, kind of momentum they've they've got at this point in the season uh you know defensively I just think they're playing really well uh Syracuse like like I've said a couple times they just seem absolutely lost offensively they're coming off Probably their best performance of the season against uh, against Clemson, in all honesty. But I, I still just think that Syracuse doesn't have a clear direction offensively. And going up against a Wake Forest defense that's forcing a ton of turnovers, uh, Carlos Basham's really starting to let surge on that defensive front. Uh, I just don't think that's a good a good mix for uh, for Syracuse in this matchup. Even though it is in New York, uh, I like Wake Forest. To, uh, to cover the 11 points in this uh, in this situation. Uh, also, uh, in ACC action, it's 7 o'clock on Saturday. You've got Duke at home against Charlotte. Charlotte's coming off their uh, their second win of the season. They're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, it, it depends on where you look as far as the uh, the line for this uh, this matchup. Currently, it's at 9.5. Duke, I, they just... <laughs> They they just haven't been they just haven't been like the Duke team we're accustomed to seeing where they don't beat themselves uh, they don't make mistakes uh, I think this this Charlotte team is going to come in we saw them against App State earlier this year really come in keyed up early on in that game motivated uh, and gave App State a really hard time until the fourth quarter and I think App is a much better team than Duke. Uh, so I like Charlotte in this spot. I don't know that they necessarily win the game, but I do think the Niners will cover the nine and a half points. I think Will Healy is doing a uh, an exceptional job at Charlotte, turning that into a uh, 
a good program. And I think this is a a building block potential type of game for them. And I think they will treat it as such. So I, I like Charlotte to uh, to cover uh, the nine and a half points in that uh, in this situation on Saturday night uh, at eight o'clock on the ACC network. You've got number fifteen UNC on the road at Virginia. Uh, the Heels are actually only a six point favorite. Uh, obviously, that has something to do with the fact that Virginia was able to hang so tough with Miami on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, the problem is, and I, as much as I believe in Virginia's defense, um, you know they did it one week, but their problems offensively are so severe. Uh, I don't think they're going to hang that tough or that close two weeks in a row. I'm not saying UNC is absolutely going to run them out of Charlottesville or anything like that, but I do think UNC ends up winning this game by 10 to 17 points uh, and ends up winning it pretty comfortably. So uh, I like UNC to cover the uh, the six and a half points in that spot. I just think uh, offensively they're in such a good rhythm uh, with the running game and the passing game that it's going to be a really tall task for uh, Virginia's defense to just absolutely try to uh, to shut them down uh, and really have to carry. I think as the season goes on, I think this Virginia defense might get worn down because of how much they're being asked to do because of the struggles of their offense. So I think uh, UNC does cover the six and a half points in that spot. Uh, as far as the rest of the ACC this week, Clemson is at home against Boston College. Look, Boston College has been a nice story this year. I think Halfley is probably the uh, the coach of the year by maybe a wide margin right now in the ACC. That doesn't mean it uh, it can't change. As great of a story as they've been, uh, Clemson is coming off a game last Saturday where they were actually you know kind of criticized for winning by twenty six points. Now, granted, it was a six point game against Syracuse going into the fourth quarter, which shocked everybody. Hence the reason for the uh, for the criticism. Well, that criticism <laughs> came at a really bad time for Boston College. Uh, Clemson's a 31-point favorite. I think Boston College has improved, but uh, I think Clemson is going to come out extra motivated on Saturday to prove a point, uh, and I think they end up winning this game big. Uh, so I like Clemson minus the 31 points. Probably would look at the first half line as well, which I would guess would be around uh, like 17 and would probably – Take that, uh, that as well. I like, uh, like I said, I like Clemson minus the, uh, the 31. Uh, Notre Dame, number four, Notre Dame on the road at Georgia Tech. That's a 330 kick. Notre Dame is a 20 point favorite. Uh, and this is a Notre Dame defense that has been really good this year. Probably the best in the, uh, in the ACC. Uh, it's a Georgia Tech offense that has really struggled at times this season. And I think, uh, I just think Notre Dame is, uh, is going to be, be too much ultimately for Georgia Tech in this, uh, in this situation. Um, I think they'll end up winning this game pretty comfortably, uh, and cover that 20 point spread. Uh, Virginia Tech on the road at Louisville. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one to pick. Tech is currently a three and a half point favorite. Um, there's, there's a couple things to take into effect, into account. Louisville looked like the team this past week that I thought they might be this season against Florida State. They put up 48 points. They looked really good doing so. Uh, Virginia Tech's coming off a performance where they turned the ball over a lot and did not look good uh, at all. Uh, gave up a lot of yards as well. So it, it's a spot where, 
I don't really know necessarily what to do with either one of these teams. Like, is Louisville going to come in overly confident in this spot? Uh, is Virginia Tech and is Virginia Tech going to come in, you know, extremely motivated in this spot coming off the uh, the very difficult loss last week? Uh, I, it's tough. Um, as inconsistent as Louisville's been this season, I just can't bring myself to pick them. It would not shock me ultimately if the Cardinals won this game, but uh, if I had to make a bet in this spot, I would take Virginia Tech uh, minus the three and a half points. I do. I do think this is probably a game where we'll see a lot of points. Uh, that I don't think we'll see a ton of turnovers. I think if uh, the Hokies can do a better job taking care of the ball this week, I think uh, ultimately. That'll be the difference. Keep Khalil Herbert on the field. Uh, keep Javian Hawkins and Malik Cunningham off the field. Uh, then I like Virginia Tech's chances to uh, to pull out the victory. But really, that, that's a tough game uh, to pick because of how inconsistent both those teams have been over the uh, the last few weeks of the season. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. As always, you can get it on Apple, Spotify, also Believe.com as well or anywhere that you get podcasts. Make sure you tune back in next week for our next episode. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.